The Old Testament is from Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 8. In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew. And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the thresholds shook at the voice of him who called, and the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. And I dwell, oh, I'm sorry, and I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips, for my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew for me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar. And he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send, and who will go for us? Then I said, Here I am, send me. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The epistle lesson is taken from Romans chapter 8, verses 31 to 39. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died, more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword? As it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death nor life, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present or things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please stand in honor of the Holy Gospel. The Gospel lesson is taken from Luke, chapter 12, verses 35 through 40. Stay dressed for action and keep your lamps burning, and be like men who are waiting for their master to come home from the wedding feast, so that they may open the door to him at once when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds awake when he comes. Truly I say to you, He will dress himself for service and have them recline at table, and he will come and serve them. 
If he comes in the second watch or in the third and finds them awake, blessed are those servants. But know this, if the master of the house had known at what hour the thief was coming, he would not have left his house to be broken into. You also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. This is the Gospel of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Please remain standing as we recite the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Good morning and welcome to this 2022 LWML Sunday Sermon. The sermon is entitled, For Us and With Us, taken from Scripture of Romans 8, verses 31 through 39. This time, if there's any kids here for our kids' time, we ask them to go to the back of the church, and a volunteer will also assist them. Again, the text was for the message this morning is taken from Romans 8, verse 31 through 39. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Who did not, he who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all? How will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us, who shall separate us from the love of Christ, shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword, as it is written, for your sake we are being killed all the day long, we are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither life nor death, nor angels nor rulers, nor things present nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. This is our text. Today's sermon was written by Reverend Dr. Ryan Peterson, a professor at Concordia University, Ann Arbor, Michigan, specifically for this LWML Sunday. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. There is something powerful and nearly sacred about holding someone else's hand. Picture these scenarios in your mind. A new parent holding the tiny hand of a newborn son or daughter. 
A teacher holding the hand of a timid kindergarten student as they cross the parking lot. A brave teenager reaching out their hand to help someone who has fallen or been hurt in a competition. A young but nervous couple holding hands for the first time on a date, excited to be husband and wife. Standing before their, their pasture on their wedding day, hand in hand. An elderly but tired man holding the hand of his beloved wife of many decades. A family holding the hand of their loved one as he or she passes from this life to eternal life. Reverend Dr. Ryan Peterson tells a personal story. A few years ago, my family was vacationing in northern Michigan. We decided, along with many other people, to enjoy the sand dunes. We laughed as we ran down them, but then looked up. It was a long way up. But there was only one way to get there, start climbing again. At the time, one of our daughters was trying her best to climb up the sand dunes, but she needed help. As her dad, I grabbed onto her hand, and together we made it to the top. It was important to not let go. It was important to maintain a good grip. It was important that we stayed together. Today is LWML Sunday. As you all are aware, LWML stands for Lutheran Women's Missionary League. It is an auxiliary organization of our Lutheran Church, Missouri Synod, and has members throughout North America. Truly, they are a missionary organization sponsoring mission efforts, reaching people all around this world. They do that with their mites, their small offerings, that together help more people hear the gospel of Jesus Christ. For decades, the LWML has given a strong witness to how God's love holds each of us. Our text for this LWML Sunday is the epistle lesson chosen for today. I'd like us to consider the two questions raised by the Apostle Paul in Romans 8, verse 31. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who then can be against us? Notice the main person, the subject. It is God. You'll see this clearly in our text from Romans 8. Sometimes it is tempting to think that our success depends on our grip, our hold, our heroism. It may be subtle, but it's a slippery slope in our lives. Thoughts of self-dependence or thinking of ourselves more highly than we ought can open the door to believing we are the main people in God's narrative. But the Apostle Paul, inspired by the Holy Spirit, gives us a different perspective. He makes it quite clear that God's everlasting love holds us. When we are insufficient, he is all-sufficient. Our outline for today's sermon on this LWML Sunday is simple but very significant. Because Jesus is for us and with us, we have no fear of condemnation. Because Jesus is for us and with us, we have no fear of separation. And also because Jesus is with us and for us, we have certainty of victory. Because Jesus is with us and for us, we have no fear of condemnation. Paul writes, 
What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for all of us, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? This is Romans 8, 31, 32. What things? Paul has just acknowledged that God has done everything for our salvation. Therefore, how shall we respond? God is for us. Since God is for us, how shall we respond? God continues with these words. Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies. Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised? Who is at the right hand of God? Who indeed is interceding with us? This also is from Romans 8, 34 Why did Jesus die? To pay for our sins. Why was he raised? Because the Father accepted this payment. In other words, the check has cleared. It didn't bounce, and it wasn't found to have insufficient funds. He died so we might live. And now, Jesus is interceding for us, fully engaged in the battle for us. I love the way that Corey ten Boom said it. There is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. Think about this personally in your own life. Who of us in the past week has been perfect? I know I haven't. On the other hand, how many of us have said things that we would later regret? Or have you spoken to a loved one in a tone you wish you could take back? In these past couple of years, have you been decisive, divisive in any way? Yes, me too. Yes to all of the above. The law is convicting because the law shows us exactly where we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. The pit is pretty deep, but God's love is deeper still. His arm is long and is able to rescue us. Indeed, his stretched out arms on the cross of Calvary did indeed rescue each of us. Those same arms were made alive again as Jesus was raised from the dead. Jesus is for us and with us. Even though Satan wants to accuse and condemn you, the action of Jesus is evident, and the result is clear. We have no fear of condemnation. The important mission of LWML shares this life-saving and life-giving truth with the entire world. For many decades through LWML, gospel seeds have been sown. The Holy Spirit is at work. That leads us to the next major point in our text. Because Jesus is for us and with us, we have no fear of separation. In your mind, picture again, hands joined together. God will not let go of your hand. Paul continues in chapter 8 by saying, Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or danger, or sword, as it is written, for your sake we are being killed 
all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. No. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord, as said in Romans 8, 35-39. Notice what Paul does not say in this text. He does not say that life will be free of challenges and difficult circumstances. He does not say that distress or danger will not happen. In fact, he writes in a great detail elsewhere, including in 2 Corinthians, about his own experiences in facing these challenges. We know this from our experiences as well. Each of us could make a list of our own struggles of daily living. What would your list look like? What would you include? Who would you include? In many ways, you might feel like so much is stacked against you right now. But God declares you righteous in Romans 8.33 and, and loved in Jesus, Romans 8.39. Our assurance comes from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Our Lutheran women in mission have served many people for many years whose lives seem to be out of control. But God is always in control. And by his Holy Spirit has chosen to use them and all of us to serve others in love. God is love. With no fear or condemnation or separation, we come to our third point. Because Jesus is for us and with us, we have, certainly, we have certainty of victory. That victory is made, yours personally, through the gift of baptism. St. Paul says in Romans 6, 4, We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, in order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Baptism equals victory. Victory over sin, death, and the power of the devil. We are more than conquerors. We are super victorious. One of my favorite hymns, and maybe one of yours, says this as well. No strength of ours can match his might. We would be lost, rejected. But now a champion comes to fight, whom God himself elected. You asked who this might be? The Lord of hosts is he, Christ Jesus, mighty Lord, God's only Son, adored. He holds the field victorious. Our victory is not, is not secure because of our hold on Christ, but by his hold on us. We are more than conquerors because he, told, he holds us tightly to him. Therefore, we may live each day including this day, confidently trusting in Jesus as a baptized child of God, remain in his word. Be reminded of your identity as a victorious one in Christ. 
rely on his grace. How have you been saved? By grace through faith and respond to his call. Like Isaiah the prophet, may we enthusiastically say, here I am, send me. It's stated in Isaiah 6.8. Lutheran women in mission, thank you for your hearts and hands that have shared the gospel with the many around the world. Thank you for responding to the call for Jesus. Thank you for your example and encouragement to each and every one of us. May our God continue to hold us in his love, the love of God, in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.